Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Happy day 43 of the program. Rolling into week six. My goodness, um, we have a lot of time left to still lose a lot of weight. In fact, the whole process gets easier as you go. You become more in tune to your body's needs. Um, you know, you've been giving your body what it needs and what it no longer needs is to lug around a bunch of fat that it's not accessing and using because you're not forcing it to use it. Um, so this process actually gets easier as you go. Other diets that you've done, you might remember it feeling more like a fight. People always ask, is that last, you know, bit of weight always harder to lose? No, not at all. Uh, usually it's just because, you know, with this process, you get tired of doing all the things. Speaking of, you're going to need to do all those things for as long as you need to do them until you reach your goal. So it's a great idea to pull up that maximizing post at the beginning of each new week. Um, the book is still available on Amazon. Um, I think we're probably about halfway through it at this point. Uh, it's still worth picking up um, to highlight, make notes, um, you know, for all of those posts kind of go over and over and over, especially if you're having a hard time kind of absorbing the information, reading it through your phone or your computer or whatnot. I know I have that issue. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like a good old pen and paper girl, and I still like to read an actual book book as opposed to reading on my phone. Um, so... Print it off as well. It's also available in the Facebook support group if you have access to that in the file section. So if you have a printer, you can print it off at the beginning of each week, kind of go through it and just make sure you're doing the things that you not only have been doing um, and need to do, but also that you could do to be a little bit more proactive with this process. Uh, load up those questions. I want to get right to them. Uh, today, we are also introducing some of our secondary supplements like uh, CoQ10, the, uh, B complex or B12 or whatnot, talking about those. Um, L-theanine, which is a good one, especially when it comes to stress. Um, these are not make or break supplements. These are supplements that now that you've put your kind of time and effort and energy, um, you know, six weeks into this process can kind of level up your health and wellness. So definitely not make or break when it comes to weight loss, but can definitely be a benefit for a variety of reasons. Dr. Paul is going to join us uh, tomorrow. I want to continue the conversation with him that we had on hormones last week. Uh, we were talking about four reasons why your weight might be slower to move. And one of the ones was hormones. So I want to kind of dig into that conversation a little bit more with him. And then we're going to go through those secondary supplements. So if you want to join me tomorrow, uh, 9 a.m. live in the group, um, I'm going to be talking to him. So this week you're downsizing again. Just get right into it. It's our last week of downsizing. Um, the worst that, worst that's going to happen if you eat too little, you got to 
another snack or meal coming down the pipeline, um, or you can always go back for more. Remember when it comes to portions, they're what they feel like, not what they look like. And downsizing is just as much, you know, asking those four questions, leaving yourself feeling slightly unsatisfied. It's just as much going back for that second portion if you need it and downsizing that portion. So, you know, one day you might need one egg to feel satisfied, the next day three eggs to feel satisfied, and the next day you're not hungry at all. So even when downsizing um, and leaving yourself purposely feeling slightly unsatisfied, you might have to go back for seconds in order to do that. So just keep that in mind. Um, also, um, make sure to ask as many questions as you need in this Facebook support group. Um, you know, this is where you kind of really want to dig in. This is also rolling right through the messy middle where, you know, a lot of feels tend to pop up at this point, especially sabotage. So this could be a good idea to go back and review that sabotage post. Um, you know, this is where it really gets real. Most of you will start saying that this is the longest you've ever committed to doing a diet, um, which is amazing. Um, so keep it going. Keep it going. Okay, let's see where you guys are at. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Hi, Manuela. Good morning. I hear to downsize one more time. I seem to go from slightly unsatisfied in the moment and 15 minutes later to starving halfway-ish between the next meal or snack. I added an adrenal support with the help of my ND, so I hope that will help too. Yeah, we're going to talk about adrenal support um, tomorrow. So, so there's this, so when you're eating to satisfaction or downsizing, which is what we're doing this week, um, what's really cool is wait till we, wait till you, if you're new to the program, we got some other tweaks coming down the pipeline. That's going to get you even more in tune to those portions. So the thing about it is, is that, you know, if you eat something and it's going to take about 10, 15 minutes before your body even starts to kind of process and digest it. And so sometimes you will not be hungry. Then you start eating and recognize that you are hungry or, you know, eat to feel what feels satisfied. And then, you know, 10, 15 minutes later, um, you are hungry again or you feel like you've eaten too much. Um, hunger is an interesting thing because hunger can be your body kind of checking in on you and saying, hey, you know, just letting you know where we're at energetically. So this is why sometimes you can literally have eaten something and then you're hungry 15 minutes later because it hasn't registered yet. Um, sometimes you feel hungrier after because you've overeaten kind of like when you have sugar and you want more sugar. Um, the reason why you crave more sugar after having sugar is that it causes an increase in the amounts of insulin your body's producing. And so when it does that, you want, it wants to produce more. So the same thing kind of happens with larger portions as well. Um, but if you can think about kind of like the food train, right? Like if you've eaten something and, you know, 10, 15 minutes, like it still has to process and digest. You, you have to, you eat something, your body breaks it down. You got to process and digest it. And then your body's got to store it. So with some of the foods that you're eating, that can take hours, like literally hours from when you eat something until your body is getting the nutrients that it needs from it. Right. So, so when you eat something and you feel like you're hungry half hour, 15 minutes, half hour later, chances are you're not actually hungry. Like you need in need of more food because the food that you ate hasn't even digested yet. You, you're not even accessing the nutrients from that. Um, so, you know, sometimes when you, you, when you're hungry afterwards, again, you're migrating motor complex, right? So when you, when you're feeling your tummy rumble and you're like, oh my God, I'm so hungry. Or you're like, you just ate and your tummy's rumbling. That happens to me all the time. You know, that's where you're like, well, geez, I'm, I swear I just ate. Like, you know, I'm, I don't know why I'm hungry. You're not actually even hungry. It's just your migrating motor complex, which is this kind of like self-cleaning system that kicks in after you eat to make sure 
sure that the food, you know, goes where it needs to go. So the point is, if you can think about it, if I ate, if I eat something and, you know, half hour later, I'm hungry again, chances are what I just ate hasn't even gone through my system yet. And then adding more food on top of that isn't actually going to help. See what I'm saying? Like you eat something, it's working its way through my digestive system. I eat something else and it's not really going to help me because I haven't even processed the food I ate previously. You know, um, the reason why we're eating so often the program is because we're constantly stimulating your digestive system and making sure your body's getting more of what it needs rather than less. The reality is most people are still eating way more than what they actually need. So we're going to continue to chip away at those portions, which is cool. Uh, good morning. Uh, hi, Judy. This is my fourth round looking at, looking for how feeling satisfied feels still going past it. I think, yeah. So really dig in and ask those four questions. Also, not just ask those four questions, but try to kind of like, um, think about the environment that you're eating in. A lot of us are on our phone. We're distracted. We're doing a million other things while we're actually eating and asking those four questions, you know? So, and also remember to get out of your head when you're asking those four questions, you know, how's this portion for me before I even eat it? You know, like really let that kind of sit and resonate with you. Not in your head. It's in your belly. It's more of that feeling like you said, right? You know, when I, when you're starting to eat, right? What if I was to stop eating now? What if I was to take a few more bites? And then really, really, um, when you're asking that, you know, when you're done eating, how did I know I was done? Like, what was it a physical, was it a physical feeling? Was it a kind of a whoosh, you know, was it a, you know, you had to take a deep breath. Like, what are those cues? I wasn't even aware of my cues until I, um, was dating Tony and I told the story of, you know, we went out to, um, in all you can eat kind of place. And I, you know, don't, don't eat a lot, but I eat often. And, um, you know, I didn't want to be one of those weird girls that just eats a salad, you know what I mean? And hardly eats anything, you know, not that that's weird, but you know what I'm saying? And I didn't want to seem like I'm on a diet, I, you know, because when other people, they don't know you and don't really, you know, I didn't really know me. So, and also trying to get our money's worth at a buffet, right? Like he's, you know, spending money, you know, taking me out for dinner at a buffet. And, and so, um, he pointed out the fact that, you know, when I'm done eating, I kind of like put my utensils down, take a deep breath. Like he picked up on my cues, you know, and he's like, you don't have to, you don't have to keep eating if you're not hungry. And then he's like, well, you always do this thing whenever you're done, you know, and then if you eat more, you're going to be, you know, full. And then I was like, wow, I didn't even realize I did that. Now I, I can't not unsee it. Right. <laughs> so once you kind of get it, you get it. It can take a while. It can take a while. Good morning, Gina. I don't know how you did all you've done and gone through the most demanding events, uh, weddings, birthday, Whistler conference, and then the loss of Lester. Mind boggling that you can even continue to help us all. Ah, oh, Lori, thanks. Um, I just love what I do, you guys. I missed you guys. It's nice to be back. It's nice to talk about weight loss. It feels good to feel good. Um, you know, it has been a bit of a whirlwind. This is sort of like by showing up every day, a lot of times, you know, I'm, my, life is hitting me, <laughs> smacking me in the face as well. Um, it can be a lot man you like i've done groups where my my son once was in the hospital for like a month down at sick kids um you know i used to i would go live from his room you know i just kind of keep showing up um one because i believe that you know you in order to do what you need to do in life you got to keep going you know, and like I, I got my kids back to school today. One is back. One is just not ready to face the world yet. But, you know, we said you, you have to get back at life, you know, like you can still mourn and, and, or celebrate and, and still, you know, get back at your life. And weight loss, I've realized is kind of no different. And I really want people to see that weight loss isn't just, you know, it's, just, it's, 
you have to work at it for so long in order to really reach your goals in a healthy, sustainable way. And life is always getting in the way. You know, I've had so many clients over the years that I would sit down with and they'd be like, okay, I've set aside, you know, this time and I'm going to prioritize myself and it's, this is going to be me time and this is the right time. And I'm always like, oh shit, here we go. Because something always happens. You know, there's something, you know, people pass away, people lose their jobs, you know, people get sick, you know, something happens in life that there's never really a good time in order to lose your weight. But more so than that, I just love our community and it's a really happy, um, safe, positive space for me. So it's just nice to be back. But yeah, it's been, it's been a lot. It's been a lot for sure. My goodness. Hi, Shauna. Good morning. I had an amazing weekend away uh, seeing a friend for the first time in two years. I love that. I packed all my snacks for the seven hour drive. Good for you. Made choices that I was happy with, which included some indulgences and did not include much water. My weight was up this morning. Definitely. Yes. Was my weight up this morning? Definitely. Definitely, yes. Did I freak out? Definitely not, because I hear you. Uh, there's nothing you can do on the weekend that can't be undone, and now we're back. I'm emotionally and physically happy and ready to downsize. Oh, I love this. Yeah, th- there's just not enough. Weekend is not enough time to fuck it all up. Even a whole week, not enough time, you know? So, um, and, and again, this is life and part of learning. Like, I don't want you to stay at home and not go anywhere because you're trying to lose weight because eventually you're going to have to go on road trips. Eventually you have to, you're going to get out and see people and you're going to have weekends. You're going to go to restaurants. You're going to go to parties. You're going to do all those things. So this, this is the time to do those things while you're trying to do this to learn how to navigate those. Right. So, so, you know, like, and that'll never stop. Like packing food for a road trip is always going to mean that you are going to eat better and feel better because you're not stuck, you know, having to eat wherever you can eat. And, you know, especially those of us, if you've had children, you would never dream of leaving the house without snacks for your kids. I don't know about you, but I would never, never leave the house without a whole bunch of snacks for the kids. You know, and so it's kind of no different than just being prepared. And these are the kind of things that, you know, when you're working through old habits and kind of creating this new life, this new healthy lifestyle that sustains how you want to feel, you know, it, it may seem overwhelming and that there's a lot to do, but not really. It's just a matter of being prepared for anything, you know, makes it a better experience, especially when it comes to, you know, how you feel. And same thing when you go away on vacations, like, you know, vacations are always great for weight loss. You'll hear more and more people, especially with where at this point going away on vacations and coming back, not only their scales not up, but they've actually lost weight. And it's all about that airport, right? Like, especially if you're flying, because flying is really dehydrating, you know, it's not like being like, oh, I'm going to grab a muffin with my coffee or a scone or something, you know, and then I'm going to get there and eat healthy and make choices. If you can kind of keep it together at the airport, you know, when you land, you feel good. And then you get that water in and then, and then, like you said, make choices that make you feel good. And sometimes that's indulging. So I, I love also hearing that you're ready to downsize. Be, like, let's go. Let's keep it going. Let's even if you feel like you have totally dropped the ball at this point, there's still more than enough time for your efforts to add up and make a difference. Like time is going to go by anyway. You got to keep living, you know, and the little things that you do to kind of chipping away at that weight is going to get you one step closer to your goal. You know, you may feel like you're on that road and you're driving to that destination, trying to get to that finally and forever, that goal weight, that whatever it is, you know, sometimes you feel like you're, you know, you're stuck in traffic or, you know, you keep getting detoured or whatever, but you got to keep driving. You know, you don't just like pack it all in and say, oh, forget it. You know, it's taking longer than I want. So I'm going to go back home, then start again sometime. You know, that's the thing about it. It's one continue, one big kind of continuation. We had a great conversation with Jessica Coombs. 
in our last group. You know, we've got so many great conversations over on our podcast, Way and with Gina. Um, not just po- the conversations from this group, obviously, um, but uh, past groups and guests. And we had Jessica Coombs on last time. She's done the program uh, uh, quite a few times and she's talked about you know I, I break it down into three months I like these digestible bits but it's not like start again right we're not doing it again it's, she just talked about how it was like one big continuation that's how she looked at it you know whereas each program it's not like you're starting again or starting over it's really just one big continuation and that's kind of how it is with everything I know everyone likes a fresh start but at the same time I said that to myself this morning. Longest time I've committed, right, Tina? Yes, a lot. And, and, and stick around to the end. Even if you half ass this program, even if you're dropping all the balls, if you stick around to the end, you will be, your mind will be blown about how the, all the things that you are doing add up and actually make a difference. I mean, so many people, and I know this because we've helped thousands of people, um, say this at the end of the program, you know, and it's really easy to look back and be like, well, I could have done this better. I could have done that better. And especially if you feel like you say that after each week, you look back and be like, well, I could have done that better. Like if you did downsizing last time and you're like, oh, I totally could have done that, then do it this time. Like be all in with it, you know, and make sure you're super clear on what you need to do. Uh, I find weekends when downsizing, do we go from Monday to Sunday weekends? I find most difficult with downsizing. We do every day. Yeah, we do today all the way right through to the very last day. Obviously, weekends are difficult, especially with the summer months when you're starting to get out and about, especially after the pandemic, kind of the last few years where we haven't um, gone out much. You may be going out more than what you're used to. Try to downsize as much as you can. Also, it doesn't have to be all the meals and snacks. You can just downsize if you if you're waking up on the weekend or whatever, and downsize your breakfast, downsize your morning fruit, downsize your lunch, and then if you're out and about, you know, and you don't have the capacity to downsize, or you know, you're just distracted or whatnot, that's fine too. Every, every little bit that you put into that, it's going to make a big difference, kind of in the moment, you know. So your body is still receiving that message, and that's why as long as you're still consistent with hitting all those meals and snacks, you're good. You're good. I'm just getting over a colder virus from last week. I listened to my body, drank lots of water, got much rest, uh, called in sick at work. I'm back at it and ready to go reviewing the maximizing questions. Good. Um, happy to feel that you're feeling better. Um, you are, some of you are going to get sick. Remember that we do have that sickness protocol. If you haven't gotten sick yet, amazing. That's good. But if you do happen to get sick, we do have that sickness protocol that you can follow. So you could either take, you know, take a break from following, but follow the sickness protocol that can actually count as its own week. If you want to follow along with that, or, you know, pick up exactly where you left off. Once you start to feel better, there's kind of different ways that you can navigate when you're sick, depending on how you're following. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, Gina. Oh, I experienced my first people say weird shit to me this weekend. Oh yeah. People are amazing. (laughs) Uh, someone I haven't seen in a while said I look great and asked how much I've lost. When I said 50 pounds, her immediate comment was, I've lost 50 pounds and gained it back several times in my life. So watch it doesn't come back. Then asked me how much more I want to lose. I said 30 pounds or so. And she goes, oh, no, you'll be way too skinny. You should stop now. <laughs> no, amazing. Um, I wanted to tell her to fuck off, but said, thanks for your input and moved on with another conversation. Well, you're better. You're a better person than me because I would have said fuck off. (laughs) Bothered me for a bit, but let it go with Gina's voice in my head. It's my journey. Okay, so I, I, I love that you let it go, but there is something to be said about why it bother you. 
Do you know what I mean? I think there's there's something I, I when when someone says something to you, you know, it's like if they said it in a different language, if they said, you know, you're a horrible, ugly monster person, whatever, awful, something um, that's the best I could come up with. Um, but, it, you know, that's going to resonate with someone says something that resonates with you. They say it in a different language, saying the same thing doesn't resonate with you because you don't understand it. So it's all how you internalize it. So, you know, why did it bother you? You know what I mean? Like maybe you are fearful. Maybe you have lost weight before and gained it back. So you're a little nervous about that, which is okay. Do you know what I mean? Um, this is, and if it is, you can be proactive, like listen to the conversations that we're having in maintenance, right? So we have this whole maintenance group. You, you can join it. You don't have to. We give you all the information that you need to be successful with maintenance. Uh, maybe start listening to some of those maintenance conversations. So you're kind of like, you know, where you're going and what's coming up. And be prepared for that. Or, you know, maybe it's whatever reason. But I always love when something bothers me and I, I kind of like, what, what do I need to learn from that? Um, but you're, I love that you shared this because more and more people are going to hear more of this. That, that whole, like, I, it's, you know, what's so amazing about what the fact that people say weird shit is that everyone's trying to lose weight. She's probably trying to lose weight right now. She's probably trying to lose weight. Um, a lot of people are trying to lose weight or just eat healthier or be better. And people have such a, for everyone trying to do it, people have a really shitty attitude about it. Um, and right. And rightfully so. I get it. Right. They, they don't know that what you're doing and they don't know why, how it's different. Um, and that's like, this is what, I mean, what sets the living method apart is the fact that we're all about sustainable, maintainable weight loss. I, I'm, I'm more into maintenance than I am into actual losing the weight. You're going to lose the weight. There's no reason why you can't lose the weight. Yes, it can be frustrating and take some of you longer than you like, but there's no reason you can't lose it. There is zero science out there that says you can't lose your weight. Um, so you are going to get there. And then it's just all really all about maintenance. That's why it's a great idea to listen to those uh, maintenance conversations. But people say that all the time. Oh, you know, or you or I love this one, too. Oh, how much weight have you lost? 50 pounds. Oh, oh, good for you. Well, I'm doing this diet. You should totally try it. Well, why the fuck would I try your diet if I'm like just lost 50 pounds and my diet's working? People do that all the time. They want you to try their diet that they're on, even though you're really successful. Um, the whole, oh my gosh, don't lose any more. Like they, like they know what it's like to live in your body. That's the thing. And people, <laughs> it's so amazing. Sometimes, sometimes people say that because they genuinely think you look amazing and they, they think about diets and they think that you're just starving and depriving yourself and they don't want you to suffer. So they're like, you look amazing. Like, don't do that to yourself, you know, because they just don't know any better. And this is why we got to spread the word on the living method to let people know there is a different way to lose weight. Um, you know, and sometimes, sometimes it's just because they're jealous. And they don't want you to lose any more weight because if you go and lose all that weight, it's going to piss me off because I'm trying to lose weight and I'm not doing what I need to do. So watching you do it is pissing me off. So please stop doing that. Please stop losing weight because I fucking hate it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whatever it might be. Um, but there's always a message in there for you if you feel ways about it, right? Because people should be able to say whatever they want to you and you should be able to say, oh, fuck off, Judy or Sally or whatever the hell your name is. You know what I mean? Mind your business. But I love that you said, because, but I do love that you said thank you but what you can say too is like remember that you're always listening to yourself so it's really important when people do say things to you that you remember that and this is where you say well thank you for that but i feel amazing thank you for that but i'm really proud of myself thank you for that but i'm i'm doing this in a way that um you know i know is going to be sustainable i know i'm going to be able to maintain it in the end because i'm doing the work you know, like that's an opportunity when people do say those things to you that are resonating for you to in that, that, what is that? I got, I got, 
capture, cancel, correct, right, with what we learned from Dr. Beverly, right? It's not just stuff that you're saying to yourself that's coming up that other people are saying to you. So in the moment, you have an opportunity to say that. Oh, don't lose any more weight. Oh, thank you, but I'll know when I get there. Right now, I feel amazing. I don't think so. I don't think that will be the case at all, but thank you. Thanks. You know, so it is an opportunity to kind of own your shit and, you know, kind of just change that whole vibe within you. Um, hi, Cheryl. Long as they've ever committed to myself. Oh, I love that one. So proud of myself. Notice this weekend when trying on summer tops from last year, they're way too big. Yes, try on those clothes that you're waiting waiting to fit into. Yes, and be proud. We know, and I've said this a few times, when you are proud of yourself and you you focus on the things that you're proud of and you are proud of them, you're more likely to continue doing them. So it is really important that you are your number one cheerleader. Um, good morning. Um, good morning. I had a great weekend out. Hi, Sharon, and about with friends. A few of them commented me on my clothes and how good and healthy I was looking. Yay! Hit my lowest low this morning since I started this journey in the fall 2021. Haven't seen this number on the scale since my mid-20s. Mind-blowing. Oh, it's a whole vibe this morning. I love hearing this. I love hearing this. And it's just going to keep going and keep going and keep going and keep going at this point. You're just building on that. You're going to feel even better. Scale's going to continue to move. Body's going to continue to change. You know. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The summer, um, we finally got a bit of a break in that heat wave, um, at least where I am anyway. Some of you may really be noticing that and seeing your weights coming down. Um, last week, we talked a bit about that. We had a, a heat wave where I live and that, especially that first kind of hot weather um, after the winter, it, it, your body's still regulating your body temperature. So some people's bodies can be really reactive to the heat and have your weight up. Just remember when that happens, that your weight can be up and on the way down at the same time. So with the rest of this program, the time that you have left, show up expecting that scaled move even though it's not going to move every day you still want to show up and make sure you're doing the things that you need to do because it'll add up man it'll add up it'll add up morning all gina why is that damn belly fat so stubborn uh to go and someone said i'm starting to look a bit weird with fat disappearing in other spots yeah so so what you're going to notice is um you lose weight in layers so you are losing in your belly. It's just that if that's where your body felt the need to kind of store it more. So in other diets you've done, you may have noticed that you, your fat loss was different because when you force and starve and deprive your body into burning its fat, it'll take your fat from kind of where it feels like it least needs it and in, 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 in pockets, which is not, it, which is great because it looks like you've lost a lot in certain areas, but not great for the skin to regenerate around. So when we lose it in layers, obviously it's much healthier for you. And better for your skin. Um, but you are losing there. It's just that you're losing everywhere else as well, as well. So it feels like you're not really gaining 
gaining any ground or losing any ground uh, when it comes to that because you're losing everywhere else along with that. So you you will get to that area. You keep going and your body will. It's not like it's just like holding on to that. It's just kind of how you're losing it in layers. But your body does store specifically more in that area. And that's like, especially men, it's very evident on, 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 on men in a sense where they have that big belly and everyone calls it the beer belly. And it's, it's not, it's usually from going long periods of time without eating, high stress, lack of sleep, not eating often enough where when their body needs fat and their sorry, energy and they're not eating to give their bodies energy that when they do eat it, the body takes that food and stores it, stores it in that belly for later. And so that's sort of like very typical of that. There is like different types of fat. So the, there's that visceral fat, the fat that's intertwined sort of in there. Um, you know, um, we have a post, uh, let's talk fat that talks about that. And I think actually we have a, a really interesting science Saturday post coming up on fat too, which is really interesting about the different kinds of fat that you have and where you store those different kinds of fat, your brown fat, your beige fat, your white fat, all the fat. Um, so it just kind of depends. Um, but it'll get there. It'll get there. This is where, you know, especially if you're in your be- in the belly, this is where you're doing crossover abs. If you actually want to make a difference, because we're starting to, uh, last week, I believe they shared some of my f- favorite kind of exercise videos. Um, crossover abs is one of them. So if you want to make a big difference in how your, your tummy looks, um, crossover abs. So working your obliques, which is kind of the side part of your abs. Everyone does the up and down abs. The, I would skip the up and down abs. I mean, it's great. Works this like upper part of your abs or your lower abs, which is great. Um, but it's the crossover abs, the way your obliques are designed that when you kind of strengthen your, your obliques, it kind of pulls everything tighter across. So if you're looking to make a big difference, like a a difference, uh, in how your abs look, try to add in some crossover abs to the mix. Abdominals, that can really help. Obviously you still want to lose the fat in that area. I know, but that can really help. Uh, hi, Marion. Good morning. Frustrated with myself lately. I do all the things till after dinner. Then I go off the rails and become a garbage can. What the fuck? Why? Sabotage again. Round three and back to back to start with from the start of this program. I'm so frustrated with me. I'm going to ask for suggestions, but I just remembered someone once said what my mom used to do. Brush my teeth after dinner because who wants their food tasting like toothpaste? I mean, those things work. Um, change up your routine. Get the book Atomic Habits. It's a good one. It's talking about your habits. It could be that your nighttime routine is triggering you, which is a real thing. So you might want to switch up that routine, right? Um, so that's part of why, like sometimes when you brush your teeth earlier, that can help, not just because you don't need the, the taste of the toothpaste, but also because you're changing your routine. So it could be that you're being triggered in the evening, which, you know, uh, could be part of the issue. But you know what I would do? What I would do is turn up that internal volume and ask yourself why you're frustrated. Like, why, why are you not? So you're frustrated because you want this so bad, but you're not doing the things that you need to do to help you accomplish it. And you're sabotaging yourself. I love the awareness, right? But you, it's, it's like, it's like, okay, but there's awareness. And then you're like, well, I'm going to brush my teeth, but there's this whole middle part, which is like, why are you doing that? That's, that's the big one. Maybe it's your why. 
right? Because you've done a few groups. Maybe your why has changed. Maybe you don't have this, like, maybe your why has changed. Sometimes, you know, especially if you've lost a good chunk or you know you can do this, sometimes you get in your own way. You're not as diligent because maybe you've already lost a bit of weight and you feel pretty good. Maybe your confidence levels are, you know, are you feel you're pretty confident and, you know, you want to lose the weight, but you don't necessarily need to lose the weight, you know. Uh, maybe it's, maybe you are sabotaging yourself because you know you can do this. Maybe you're sabotaging yourself. Maybe you're just tired of doing that. There's something to be said about program fatigue. No, not a reason to not show up. It's like your kids get tired of going to school. Still got to go to school. You get tired of doing your job every day. Still got to do your job every day. So this is no different. But turn up that volume and be like, why? What's my fucking problem? Why do I keep doing this? Like, what is wrong with me? Not that there's anything wrong with you and everything that you're doing, you're doing it perfectly, but you're obviously not happy with the way that you're showing up for yourself. So what can I do? What's going to make a difference? And recognize it might not be easy. It, it might mean stepping out of your comfort zone to, um, you know, I'm feeling like garbage myself these days. I've been through a lot. Um, I'm eating I'm drinking wine every night back to that. I feel like I was just drinking wine every night. Then it took a break from it. And then I'm back and unapologetically, like I'm I'm not, not, not trying to drink it. Um, but I've just, today I woke up and I said to Tony, like, I can't drink wine anymore. Like I just, it's not even appealing because I drank so much, but, um, we need eaten chips. What did I eat last night? Cheesies and cheesies last night. And, um, I, I feel like garbage. And so today I woke up and said, okay, I can't keep this going. Just like my kids have to get off to school. Life continues. I got to move forward. So today we went for a walk. Tony's like, do you want to go for a walk with the dogs? I'm like, no, no, I don't. (laughs) We dropped our daughter off at school. We went to go get a coffee. And then he's like, well, we're going to take the dogs for a walk. I'm like, fine. And then it started to rain. And he's like, oh, no, it's raining. I'm like, yeah, darn, shoot. Guess we can't take those dogs for a walk. And then by the time we got in the house, it stopped raining. And Tony's like, come on, let's go take them for a walk. And I was like, no, I don't, I don't want to go. Anyway, I went, I went and I wasn't happy, but grudgingly I went. And of course, you know, it was great. And I said to him halfway through, this is such a good idea. I went for a walk. So my point is, and I feel great that I went for a walk. I'm not happy about getting back on track for lack of a better word. Um, I'm not happy about doing the things I need to do to feel better. I'm not happy, even though I don't want to drink the wine about not drinking the wine. I'm not happy about, you know, doing, I'm not happy about doing the things that I know I need to do in order to get back to feeling really good. I do want to feel really good again, and I am motivated to do them, but I'm not happy about them. So my point is, is that you can make the changes and not have to be like, this is so amazing. Oh, I love it. It's so great. You know, you can still do, do them and be like, recognize you're also stepping out of your comfort zone and you, you know, I'm struggling with this. I'm not, it's not easy for me. I'm having a hard time. Cause sometimes we like wait until we're motivated and it feels like it's easy and we're enjoying it. We want to do it. We keep waiting for that, right? I'm going to wait till I'm motivated. I'll be more motivated tomorrow. I'll be more motivated tomorrow. I'll motiv- you know, I'm, you know, the thing is, is we start doing the things we need to do. We'll be more motivated and keep that going, you know? So, so, um, write down what's going on, right? Write down what's what, write down what's going on with you. You know, maybe 
um, set those intentions, end of day reflections, you know, that can really help, especially when you're sabotaging. Up five pounds yesterday morning after not following the program strictly due to being away and across the border, a hotel living three days, did protein in the morning, carried water, but didn't get it all in. Lunches and suppers were trying to choose wisely were hard. Snacks because of where we were, hard to get in. Did pack the nuts, but didn't get a chance to eat. Oh, bother. Drinking, wa- drinking water today is all planned. Black on track today was down eight, now only three. Three, thinking positive to get back on track. Okay. So remember, you didn't actually gain a weight, right? Your weight is up. You didn't actually gain that weight, but your weight is up. So you're still down eight. So you got to really change that mindset with that. Um, I love that you're positive about it, but you also have to be real about it. And the reality is you didn't gain weight. Your weight is up, but you didn't gain that weight, right? Also, sometimes being away and traveling like that, as you know, with the stress, like you said, can actually get your weight moving again. Like it, it can actually be good for weight loss. Not that I suggest people do that, but your weight could be up because it's also about to move down as well. So your weight can be up and simultaneously on its way down. So this is why I like, a, I like that you're showing up today. Get, get back on it. You know, get back on it. This is why you, you have a goal. You know, there's things that you got to do to reach it, kind of string them together, focus on that water, focus, take it, each meal and snack as it comes and get back in it and within days the thing about where you're at right now too is that you've got a taste of feeling good you know what it feels like to feel good and it feels good to feel good and when you feel even slightly off you're going to really feel that because you're in tune your body's going to tell you when you feel like a rock star and it's going to tell you when you feel like crap right but after a couple days you're going to be like okay i'm back you're going to be like i feel that's where back on track kind of comes from it's not like a set of rules and it's not like you know trying to you know it's it's about feeling back getting back to feeling good again that's kind of where it kind of stems from you know um I remember hearing that you aren't listening to your brain, listen to your belly. Yes, this is when you're asking those four questions and, and you've got to double down. You've got to keep asking those four questions until that you don't have to keep asking them anymore because you're just a second nature, right? In your belly, not in your head, in your belly, not in your head. Let me scroll down. I started the week by cooking one scrambled egg with veggies instead of two scrambles. I'm sitting on the edge of hunger waiting for my mid-morning snack. Okay, so remember, right? Portions what they feel like, not just what they not not what they look like, right? So so you may have a day where you're extra hungry and it's going to take three eggs for you to downsize those three eggs, right? So try not to get in and this is what I'm eating every single day and downsizing like that. I mean, you may have done that in your first, the first week of downsizing. Try to, try to make it more intuitive this week, right? And then there might be a day where you're not even hungry for breakfast at all. So we really want to be in tune to the fact that your, your, um, hunger levels are going to fluctuate each day and pick up on that as well, right? While you're downsizing. Um, I think it would be helpful for presenters to say the four questions out loud. I'm new and they don't automatically come to mind. Repetition would help. Yeah, it's, it's great if you say them out loud, right? It's whatever you need to do. If you say them out loud, obviously you're going to be more mindful of them because you're more specifically focused on those four questions, which is a great idea. Anything you can do, you know, you know yourself best, right? You know what you need. You know what you're doing. You know why you're not doing it. You know what you need to do, 
right? This is like, like at this point when people say, well, why, what can I do? Why is my weight not moving? I'm like, you tell me why it's not moving. You tell me what you need to do. You know, you've been through those, those maximizing questions. You know, maybe you're not sleeping. Great. Maybe you're stressing about something. Maybe you're not moving your body. Maybe you aren't drinking as much water as you were, you know, uh, maybe you're deficient in, you know, certain, you know, you could benefit from supplements. Maybe you have inflammation. Maybe you have one of those four reasons why your weight might be slower to move, you know. And then what can you do about it? What's really great is that there's so many things that you can do about it. That's where you got to be all in. You just got to, you got so many resources here at this point. Um, like, are you using the app? You know, are you still not using that app yet? It's so, it's so great. Even if you're not a techie person, it's designed to be so easy to use. It's great if you are a techie person because of all the data in it. Um, but start using the app. It, it will help guide you through, um, tracking right? Making sure you're more consistent about the doing the things that you're doing. Did you, have you bought that atomic habits? Are you having a hard time changing things, making change in your life? Buy that, get that book. It's a good one. You know, are you asking questions in the group? Are you just kind of assuming that you know what you need to do? Not really sure, but not asking anyone be involved, right? Like show up. Are you setting those intentions each day? End of day reflections. Be as all in as you possibly can. The mental work is hard, hardest for me. Definitely need to actually do the work there to truly commit because it's like, I can't quite go full maximize either life kids and everything in between keeps getting me distracted but it will always be there so really need to focus on the mental work because life is always happening yeah this right watch that segment um dr beverly is going to be back i'm not sure when but i know she is coming back could be this week for all i know i have no idea what's going on (laughs) is she coming back um she's coming back soon so we're going to talk to her go back and watch that um segment that we did and watch it again. Like if you've already watched it, a couple weeks have gone by. That that's the same with like all the conversations. Um, this is why we start to actually revisit the posts at this point, right? We know that you've seen them, but it's relevant to where you're at now that we're having these conversations. And so watch that, con- listen to that conversation with Dr. Beverly again with where you are at now, right? You may may have it may hit differently based on where you are at. Um, yeah, I mean, this is, this is the same with anything, right? That we're doing in life. Like life is going to get in the way. It makes it very difficult. Sometimes you can't prioritize yourself and you have to like focus on other people. And you know, that's where you got to get those moments in whenever you can, but any little bit that you do do right to prioritize yourself, it's going to make a difference. It's like, you don't, it's like what, it's like that saying, like if you get a flat tire, you don't like slash all your other tires, you know, you, you know, change that tire, much of the pain in the ass that is, you know, and get rolling again, you know, but it's that awareness. It's that, it's that aware, it's that awareness, you know, um, that's so key is that you're recognizing that's, it's really like what I would want people to, to know about weight loss is that you're going to get there and it's so normal for life to be getting in the way and so normal to have moments where you're really able to focus and do what you want to do and be proactive and really normal to have days and weeks and even months of where you just seem to can't really focus on yourself. It's just, it's so normal. That's kind of like a season that I'm having right now of my life, which is rolling into a kind of a couple of seasons, it's been like a year of just kind of me trying to like get my shit together and kind of deal, manage my stress and my health and all of that. It's, kind, it's actually been a year, full year. Um, last year, kind of at this time, I was in the hospital and sick and I really didn't have the opportunity to do the work that I needed to do to build myself back up. And so I kind of like, I did it, but didn't do it. 
and it's kind of like a, my foundation of my house is crap. So it keeps crumbling. <laughs> and I keep thinking, okay, I got to get back to the basics. Um, and that's just, but am I worried that am I going to live my whole life like this? No, not at all. It's just kind of where I'm at. And that's just kind of how it is. Cause then you have good years, you have shit years, you have good months, you have shit months, you have good weeks, you have shit weeks, you have good days, you have shit days, you know? Um, this is kind of how it is. You just got to keep going. So glad I found this program. Hi, Tanya. It's changed my life in so many good ways. If I knew, I knew if I didn't level up my health in my fifties, that my eighties wouldn't be great since I'm going to live to 120. Hey, I'm right there with you. I'm, I say this all the time. I'm living to at least 120. Um, I want to live as long as possible. I want to be as healthy as possible. I want to be as mobile as possible. Um, I, I've, I've told the story before when I used to work at a hair salon when I was young. Um, it's in high school, so I must have been like 13, 14, maybe. Um, and it was for um, primarily older people would come in. Like I would do blue washes in people's hair. You know, that's like I did a lot of blue washes, purple washes, even some pink washes. But that was kind of a lot. I did the scrubbing of the hair. They come in once a week, get their hair set, get that blue rinse in there. Um, and this woman would come in and she was 100 years old and she would just fly in the door and be like, hello, la la la. And like, like she's floating and she would sit in the chair with her legs crossed, like literally, you know, and moved like someone who was young. That's what really struck me was the way that she was able to move and she was a hundred years old. And so that really stuck with me. And I, you know, I think I remember thinking that's what I'm going to be when I'm like, I want to be a hundred years old. Like, and no doubt she probably lived to be 120. So yes. And especially man, oh man, especially with, you know, um, my ex passing away so many people, so many people, you know, it's just, it seems just like, wow, it's like really, as, I don't, maybe it's just because I'm turning 50 and this is how it is when you turn 50. I don't know. It seems like, you know, people are just dropping all, all around and um, it puts a whole other emphasis on health. My goodness. Really focusing on the downsizing, but difficult. Okay, Nancy. Uh, it is my head, not my body that is reluctant. Need more rounds. Um, well, downsizing is our weakest tweak. So we're going to move on to better things. <laughs> so you just got to last the week. Be in. Capitalize on that, right? Take it meal by meal, snack by snack. When it comes to downsizing, ask those four questions. Be all in. Maximize your ass off, right? Remember, it's not just in downsizing and the tweak each week. It's in all the things you're doing day in day out that are adding up and making a difference, right? It's not just with that downsizing. Um, And why is it difficult, right? Is it just inconvenient? Is it that you love food? Like, what is it? Try to figure out what it, why it's difficult for you. You know, it's just a week. It's just a week. You'll survive. You'll survive. But there's something to be said about, you know, asking yourself why you're having such a hard time with it. I was wondering if this program would be good for someone who's had gastric bypass. Yes. My mom now says she feels like she can't eat anything without feeling like crap. Maybe she isn't eating the right foods. Yeah, I I can't even tell you how many clients I've had um, with gastric bypass. Um, The thing about gastric bypass is just it shrinks the amount of food you're actually capable of processing and digesting. 
Um, and that's an issue because you don't, doesn't actually teach you how to eat healthy. It doesn't how teach you how to be in tune to your body's needs. It doesn't teach you to change your habits. It actually doesn't teach you to make any kind of change at all, except that you just physically can't eat as much food as you were eating before. And so this program is great. That's one of the things that I learned at the obesity conference. In fact, this is an issue and we know because they study and they presented this that people who do do gastric and a variety of other surgeries, um, um, it, they regress back and they do that because they didn't do anything to make change. And, and a lot of people that I've worked with who have gastric have a really hard time reconciling their weight loss because they didn't go through the process of all the things that you guys are going. Look at all this stuff that you're working through. Your issues and associations, your habits, your deep beliefs. This is like, this is important stuff that it really feeds into the sustainability factor behind the changes that you've made. And so when people just lose it because, you know, they've taken a pill, which is also the problem with the new medications that are out there, or because they've, you know, had surgery, that becomes an issue and makes it very difficult not just physically, but mentally to be able to stay, sustain weight, right? So, so this is a great program for that. That's one of that. I'm kind of changing my attitudes. We've had people um, for years taking Ozempic doing this program because they were taking it for diabetic reasons. Now, the, the dose that you would take for weight loss is, is much more. Um, so it's a little different. Um, but everybody should do a program like the Livy Method to be in tune to themselves, to prioritize themselves, to know what they need, not just what to eat, when to eat, how much to eat, but just in life, being in tune for what works for them and doesn't. And so this is a great compliment to to bariatric or any kind of surgery. It's a great compliment to any medications that you're taking, right, at the end of the day. So this, I mean, everyone should do a program like this just to learn what they need and get in tune to themselves. I got to go, you guys. It's probably 11 o'clock for all I know. Um, I don't have any, what time is it? Yeah, I gotta go. Ah, oh, it's so nice to be, it's nice to be back and to be able to really just be all in. I'll be here all week. Um, so, uh, I'm looking forward to continuing the conversation. I hope that you're really excited about where you're at. If you are here now, you are going to be a success story at the end. Keep it going. Dig your heels in. Let's go. We have a lot of time left to lose a lot of weight. So let's get it. Have an amazing day and I'll see you later. Bye. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com